Press play with Coach K, Episode 2, Warrior Princess. Let's go. You're listening to Press Play with Coach K. I'm your host, Kimberly Monroe. My mission is to inspire professional women to take the leap towards health, wealth, and happiness. I'll share practical tips and inspiring stories to help you be the boss of your business, your body, and your bank account. For more tips and to sign up for our newsletter, visit us at PressPlayWithCoachK.com. Are you ready to press play? Okay, let's get started. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for this episode of Press Play with Coach K. I am your host, Kimberly Monroe, and I am super excited about our guest today, I have with me the very lovely Miss Elena Hughes. Elena is co-owner of H2 Fitness in Syracuse, New York. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about H2 and, and everything it is that you guys do. So H2 Fitness is a business that's owned and operated by me and one of my best friends, JT. We're both personal trainers, and we also do fitness classes, group fitness classes. We started out in the city, and now we've been traveling to do it. So we have gone international now uh, with the business. So our goal is to show people that being fit is fun and that working out is more than just a push-up or just a squat, but there's so many different ways that you can work out, so many different things you can do to be active and have fun while you're doing it. So we hold classes uh, five days a week now, um, in addition to traveling around the world. (laughs) That is so awesome. So not only do you get to help people improve their health and show them easy ways to do it, but you actually get to see the world while you do it. Absolutely. That's awesome. So you say that you're a personal trainer as well as your, your business partner. Prior to becoming a certified trainer, what was your health picture like? Like, what is it that made you realize that, you know, you wanted to become physically active or that you even needed to make any health-related changes in your life? Right. So it's good that you asked that question because being a personal trainer was never in my list of things I wanted to do. Exercising was never something that I thought I would be doing. I got into fitness because in 2008, uh, my father passed away from a heart attack. And it basically was based on the foods that he ate and his lack of movement as he got older. When he was younger, very active. But as you get older, life happens. You go to work and you have children and you raise a family. And and so for me and my brothers and sisters, whereas we were active when we were younger, as we got older, you know, you you, you aren't as active. So when I went away to college, uh, I gave 15 pounds my freshman year. My sophomore year, I gained 15 pounds. (laughs) My junior year, I gained 15 pounds. And my senior year, I gained another 15 pounds. So every year I was gaining weight. And it would be interesting because I would come home or I'll see some of my friends and I would ask them, like, you know, do I like I'm gaining weight? Now, I knew my jeans and my clothes were fitting a little bit different, a little snugger. I was struggling a little bit more. But I was like, no, 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 you look good. You look good. You look good. So I was like, all right, fine. (laughs) But uh, when I came back home, I realized, and after my father, when he got sick and he passed away, I realized that I needed to change 
my life. I, I had to because as I was looking around at my my siblings, my mother, my uh, brothers and sisters, my aunts, my cousins, I realized that we were all overweight. Uh, a lot of us weren't active. We liked to eat, but we didn't like to eat healthy. We just enjoyed eating. <laughs> so I really wanted to get everyone active, everyone in a better space, but I knew I had to start with me. So that's when I called my business partner to have him work out with me, uh, to, to train me because he was training at the time. And after a while, I realized that I actually liked it. And moving forward, we, we decided to start a business. And so I started to bring, invite my brothers, uh, excuse me, my, my sisters to come work out with me. And then we started to invite your friends and then cousins and then word wow. of mouth. And then one day, so, so you became like an inspiration for the people around you. You made changes yes. and it sort of influenced your circle. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny because you don't really realize that that's what you're doing. When I first started, I really just wanted to let me get healthy first. And then after I get healthy, then I can go and help them. But it was on the journey during the process mm -hmm. that they were looking like, well, she's doing it. Let me join her. And they really were doing it too to help it, so, to help make it easier for me. Right. Because I wouldn't, a lot of times, like, I wouldn't stick to it if after a while I, I felt like, you know, if I didn't have the support I needed from friends and family, I don't think that I would be able to stick with it. I enjoyed right. what I was doing. It was tough, and I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I would have stuck with it. And I think that they saw that, and so they kind of wanted to help me, but and, and I wanted to help them, so we ended up helping each other out. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you mentioned, you know, your journey. And mm -hmm. one of the interesting things I learned about you um, as I you know, follow you and follow your story is that you had an interesting medical crisis as you, you know, journeyed yeah. towards um, wellness and fitness. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So when we decided to become a business, everything was going really good, right? Everybody's losing weight. I'm still losing weight. <laughs> and then in 2012, I remember I was at work and my foot started to ache. I didn't know why it was hurting, but I thought maybe I hit it. Maybe I was doing too much. Whatever, I didn't think too much about it. By the end of that day, I could barely walk to the front door. A walk that should have took me maybe two to three minutes took me almost 20 minutes to get from my desk to the front door of the building. So I went to the emergency room because it was hard to walk. And they said I had tendonitis. Well, they thought that I had tendonitis, which was fine. Okay. Long story short, I was in pain for six months, and the pain moved from my foot to my knees, to my elbows, to my wrists, to my fingers, and it took six months before they were able to diagnose me with lupus. So in, two, in September of 2012, I was diagnosed with having lupus SLE, and it's interesting because one of the things that I realized is I was starting one journey but not realize that I was, with the beginning of that journey, I'll be starting another journey as well. And at so, the same time. wow. At the now, same time. <laughs> now, let me, let me ask you, mm -hmm. so you, you run a business, right. which means that you have a really busy schedule. Absolutely. And I, I know I encounter a lot of women who already find it difficult to, you know, try to forget about, you know, being motivated to stay with it, but to just get started on a journey to fitness. What are some of the challenges that you face staying physically active and managing your condition at the same time? Some of the challenges that I, I face is that uh, I am in pain pretty consistently. So every day, 
I realize now that there's some part of my body that's going to ache. Um, and sometimes it's my ankles. Sometimes it's the bottom of my feet. Sometimes it's my hands and my fingers. So some of the challenges I have are that I'm not sure when I wake up what part of my body is going to hurt. And so that makes it difficult because then it makes it difficult to kind of plan what the day is going to be like. Um, In addition to the pain, but making sure that I can, because we run a business, we have a class. So making sure that I'm able to teach the class. And sometimes I'm able to teach the class by participating. Sometimes I'm just instructing. And other times I'm only motivating. And there have been plenty of times where I had to instruct the class from a chair because I wasn't able to necessarily to walk around. I wasn't able to, to do the exercises. But I had to instruct them sitting down. So mm-hmm. that's one of the uh, challenges. Also being able to stay with a consistent schedule, because in addition to the classes, I'm also personal trained. So I have clients that are scheduled, and some are early first thing in the morning. And I have some that are later in the evening. And on top of that, I also am an educator. So I had, during the, during the school year, I'm working in the schools. <laughs> so uh, wow. it gets kind of hectic. <laughs> it definitely mm-hmm. gets kind of hectic. But I found that having a schedule and keeping it is important, but also being flexible. Right. Because sure. also with uh, having lupus, you are also very tired. You get fatigued very easily. So I have to make sure I have scheduled time during the day where I am just sitting. Sometimes I may have to take a nap for 20 minutes and sometimes I may just have to sit and and just be still for 20 minutes. So being able to fit all that in a day and still have a life that I enjoy and on top of that uh, are some of the challenges. Right. Sure. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the modifications that you have to make to mm-hmm. be able to facilitate your classes. And, you know, that mimics making modifications during exercise. You know, you think yeah. about people who want to get started and they mm-hmm. see, you know, maybe someone who does squats or, or crunches or push-ups or pull-ups. And you think about all of the various ways that a person can do any number of those Absolutely. things. From, yeah. you know, body weight to adding weight, you know, doing push-ups <laughs> on your knees or, you know, on your toes yeah. or you know, so it's it's interesting how those two journeys kind of run parallel because you just have to be flexible and then make those adjustments to accommodate what's best for you where you are at the time. Exactly. Um, and I, I feel yeah. that, and, and I know, honestly, I kind of feel like it's a blessing, you know. I mean, nobody necessarily wants to have to make all these adjustments if you don't, you know, if you don't have to, but sometimes you're forced to. But one of the right. reasons why I feel like it's a blessing is because when I have clients or when I have people, new people coming to the, our classes, Sometimes they can be intimidated simply because they're in a room full of people that they, one, don't know. Uh, two, some people are seem like they are in tip-top shape. And then you have others who aren't. The way we do our classes is that everyone's in the same class. But if I have to modify, I can modify. And it's, it's nice to be able to tell someone, like, listen, I understand how it is not to be able to do this right now. It doesn't mean that you won't be able to do it forever. But for right now, you may have to modify it. There are days right. when I come to class where I can do as many, a, a hundred push-ups and, and nonstop. And then there's other days where I come to class and I can barely lift myself off the ground. Mm-hmm. But each person in the class or each person, where, wherever you are and whoever you are, each person is on a different place on this journey. We're all on a journey, but just at different points. So you maybe have to do modifications on uh, what push-ups to maybe do them on your knees. I still do them. There are going to be some times where I literally have to just lay down and just extend my arm 
and whatever can come up is what's going to come up. Right. <laughs> and there's other days where, you know, there's other days where I can just lift my whole body up with no problem. It's just where am I at on the journey on that day? So everyone's exactly. on a journey. We're just going to be doing, we may be doing different modifications, but we're all working towards our goal. And as long as we keep going, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I don't like to think of, of fitness or, or exercise as a chore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like to pick activities that I enjoy. Um, right. I'm willing to try almost anything. Like, for example, my best friend is a Zumba instructor. I, number one, I have no rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the person that's like two steps of choreography in the wrong uh-huh. direction behind everybody else. Um, I'll try anything once before I mm-hmm. say I don't like it. So I think it's interesting, you know, that you mentioned just everybody being in a, in a different place on their journey, because part of that journey is finding out, you know, what activities you like. And I, yeah. I like to think of my my exercise times as like, you know, making and keeping an appointment or a date with myself. You know, Absolutely. we think about all of the other things that we do as busy people, whether it's work or, or taking care of our families or community, mm-hmm. you know, activities or volunteer work. And we're so eager to meet and make those appointments. But sometimes the appointment that we probably should prioritize, that date with ourselves, yes. you know, we tend to, to not do it. So what are there any specific things that you do as far as how you schedule or use your time that help you, you know, keep that date with yourself? Yeah. One of the things that I always tell people is that I and, and they are the boss of their own body. So I'm the boss of my own body. And so bosses, they make appointments and bosses don't cancel appointments. So for me, it's like if I have in my schedule, if I have set this time where I'm going to exercise, whether it be a Zumba class, whether it be going to the gym, whether it be going for a run, biking, whatever, I set that appointment and I'm I'm the boss, so I'm not going to cancel it. Unless by chance something crazy or something happens and I understand that, but we don't cancel appointments. So even on the days where I'm like, I could really sit down today, I could really do. Now, I made that appointment. Basically, it's like it's a promise to myself that I was going to do what I need to do to feel better. I was going to do what I need to do to be in a better shape than what I am in right now because I'm always going to keep striving for better, you know. So I, I, I make sure that I keep that appointment with myself. And a lot of times what I've had to do is I've had to be flexible and adjust. I don't always want to go to the gym. So I find other things that I think are fun. I love to bike. So when the weather here in upstate New York permits me, I'll go biking. Um, I don't necessarily like to run, but there are going to be some days that I say, no, I'm going to go for a jog today. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like to always lift heavy weights. So sometimes I'll just do lighter weights and just do more reps of them. So it's a, it's a matter of being flexible and finding the things that you like to do. So I have I like that. a little list of different things that I enjoy. And sometimes it may just be dancing or I go out and I play football or kickball or because I love sports. So it's just adjusting, finding what you like. Because when you find something that you like, you're less likely to cancel on it because you like doing it. So you want to do exactly. it and you're going to show up. It, it's funny. I ran this morning and I was stopped on the side of the road by a, uh, a Florida highway patrolman who uh-huh who sits on the corner down the street from my house where I live a lot of times. And I see him often in the morning and he actually pulled up behind me this morning. He said, I've been wanting to talk to you and ask you some questions. And we, we chatted for a little bit and 
one of the yeah. questions that he asked me was, uh, you know, just kind of about that. Like, how often do you run and how do you, you know, stay motivated? And, and he says, are you doing it for, you know, are you training for something? Which sometimes I am. But I uh-huh. honestly, I said, I love running. And, yeah. you know, I had to find something that I enjoyed to get me to stick to physical activity. And I just, right. I'll try almost anything once. But if I do something, I don't really like it very much. And I just don't make myself do it again. I pick, you know, things yeah. that I actually like doing. So let me ask you this. What advice would you give someone especially, you know, a busy woman who has a lot on her plate, what advice would you give her about how to get started towards developing a healthier lifestyle? Like if you just had time to give them one piece of advice, what would it be? The advice I would give is to have an accountability partner. Tell Mm. someone what your goal is. It's got to be someone that you're going to trust, someone that's going to want to hold you accountable, but that you trust. um, And that's going to push you for when on those days you don't want to do it. Because those days are going to come. You may like to exercise, or you, you, know, you may grow to like to exercise, but there's still going to be days where you just don't want to do it. And so you're going to need somebody that's going to be there for you that's going to say, hey, remember you made that promise to yourself? Remember what you told you? You told me what your goal was going to, what, what, what your goal was, what is it you wanted to do, whether it is to, to look better, to feel better, to do better, whatever that goal is. I find that having someone who will encourage you um, and hold you accountable is it, it works really, really well. Awesome. That's great, great, great advice. Um, let me ask you another thing. What, what, would you, um, what advice would you give to someone who has discovered that they have a, a passion for health and wellness and wanted to pursue it as a career or a business venture? What, what, if you could give one piece of advice, what would it be? Do it. If you find something that you love and, and you're able to help other people and that's your passion, do it. Just start. Whether you have to do the research on it, figure out where there's a class that you can take, do it. If you love what you do, you those make the best instructors. They make the mm-hmm. best teachers, the best motivators. So if you love it, go for it. Go for it. Awesome. Okay, now I gotta ask you because I'm uh-huh. I'm into I'm a lifelong learner and um, I love. <laughs> um, what What are you currently reading, or what was the last book that you read? So the last book that I read, that's a good question. Um, the book that I'm currently reading right now that I really just started is um, uh, The Year of Yes. Or it's, oh my God, I think what the, and I love that one because it's real. Um, mm-hmm. I love that one because it pushes you, makes you think outside the box. Um, and it makes me work harder and dig deeper. Nice. That's awesome. And one one other question. What is your uh-huh. favorite exercise? My favorite exercise would be push-ups. Mm. And I say that it's push-ups because when I first started, I could only do one and a half before I clonked out. And I'm sure I was on my knees. <laughs> but now I've been working at it for, I've been doing them for so long and I've been working at them that now I can go and do, I'm at about 100 straight before I have to take a rest. And so for me, that was huge because I always said that one, I didn't have any upper body strength and that two, mm-hmm. my goal was to have a, a Michelle Obama arms. And I thought those push-ups have helped me get, be able to do both of them. <laughs> now that, that's a goal right there. Michelle Obama <laughs> arms, definitely yes. a goal. I, I used to always look at her now she is gold. <laughs> that is awesome. So um, tell us how people can find out more about you and your business. So I am Lady H2Fit. 
on Instagram where I'll be posting, uh, especially coming up this week, I'll start posting up more videos and uh, more photos of our classes and things. Our website for our business, we are H2 Fitness. So our website is h2fitness.net where you can okay. look at videos of our classes, testimonials from some of our clients, uh, pictures, uh, schedules as well. And um, if you want us to come to wherever you are, you can book us that way as well. Awesome. Awesome. So if you're in the Syracuse, New York area, you can check them out at h2fitness.net. Or if you would like them to come to your destination, they will do that as well. Um, I was going to travel. And, and I know this for a fact because I have yeah. worked out with you guys internationally. <laughs> so, internationally, honey. Yes. <laughs> Running in the sand and everything, as much as I hate yes. it, I did it. So. <laughs> but well, you made it look so good. Well, you know, I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome to talk to you. You are such an inspiration. And I can't thank, thank you, so you much. enough so for dropping you. in to share your story. <laughs> And for my listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you hear, don't forget to press that subscribe button. If you want to find me on Instagram, I am Press Play with Coach K. And if you'd like more wellness tips or to sign up for my newsletter, find me at PressPlayWithCoachK.com. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Press Play with Coach K, where we show you how to be the boss of your business, your body, and your bank account. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and also share. And don't forget to visit us at PressPlayWithCoachK.com for more tips and strategies and to sign up for our newsletter. I've been out here trying to finish what a start.